In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Many of us in these holiday seasons are anxious and um, uh, distracted by much serving. We are distracted from our presence, from the presence of the Lord, by anxiety and much serving. The uh, psychiatrists tell us that there is a, a, a sort of winter blahs that can come upon you that they call seasonal affected disorder. And for many of us, our dreams, our expectations of how the holidays of this world ought to be are seldom as, as we expected them to be. The presents are never quite perfect. The souffle falls, and not everyone who should be around the table is there. So while everyone else in the world, and while the elevator music sings Christmas carols, and, and the ads tell us how wonderful it's supposed to be, while everyone decks the halls and spills eggnog toast, the commercial uplift of it seems artificial, and we ourselves can find ourselves feeling alien to all of it. Yet the holidays of the kingdom of God are pure and perfect. The feast days of the kingdom of God are pure and perfect. Father Alexander Schmemann, of blessed memory, said that in these feasts, we find something transcendent and radiant breaks into our life, bringing an encounter with a world of different realities, a reminder of something forgotten, of something drowned out by the routine, by the emptiness, by the weariness of daily life. The feast becomes for us a kind of longing sigh for a lost, but beckoning beauty, a sigh for some other way of living. And we have come today to a feast, to a feast that is a very specimen of a life of purity and perfection, a very specimen of that for which our very deepest hearts long for. And insofar as we enter into this feast today, we will find that our hearts will begin to truly prepare for Christmas. So, hear ye all. We have been told that we must come to Christ as a child. And today, we see his mother, Mary, as a child herself brought to, as an offering to the temple her obedience to her parents, and her humble and her silent expectation are a model for us as we together with her await the coming of the Savior. Father Alexander went on to say that the subject of today's feast is really quite simple. A little girl is brought by her parents to the temple in Jerusalem. There was nothing particularly remarkable about this. It was the custom of many parents at that time. Yet on this day, 
on this particular day that we celebrate today, on this day, as the hymnody tells us, something remarkable, something charismatic, something that came down from heaven takes place. Again, Father Alexander's words. Here is this massive, solemn temple, the very glory of Jerusalem. For centuries it was only there, it was only there behind those heavy walls that a person could come in contact with God. And now, this day, the priest takes Mary by the hand and he leads the child into the most sacred space. And the meaning of all of this is simple yet wonderful. From now on, man himself becomes the temple. No stone temple, no altar, but man, his soul, his body, his life. That is the sacred and divine heart of the world, the very holy of holies. The very holy of holies is now within us. One prepared temple, this child Mary, living and human, she is led into a temple made of stone, and from within it, she brings it into fullness and completion. With this event that we celebrate today, all of religion and all of life undergo a complete shift of balance. This day, all things are different. What now enters into the world is a teaching that reveals that while this little girl who we see before us, this small child, while she is fully human, while she is one of us, she has been selected and prepared and will be further prepared in her time in the temple. She has been selected and prepared to become Theotokos, the mother of God. And in that role, in which she is distinct, in that role, she has come to reveal the true and high calling of each and every one of you, the true and high calling of all of us, the vocation of each and every one of us. And what is that vocation, you might ask? What is that vocation that you have been given, each and every one of you from the smallest child to my father, from all of you, from the very young to the very venerable. Each of you has been called to receive the God in whose image you were created in the first place. You were called like the Theotokos, who is to become the mother of God. You too were called to receive God and to carry him in whose image you were born. In this little girl, this little Jewish girl being led into the temple, we see the possibility of far-reaching cosmic change. It is, as the hymnody tells us, the very beginning of our salvation. Don't miss it. It is the beginning of our salvation today. And do any of you wonder in this moment why it is that we so love and celebrate our mother? 
Do you wonder why it is that we so love and celebrate this young woman, Mary, who is the beginning of our salvation? She, as the prayer says, the prayer which we clergy say every time before the divine liturgy, she opens for us the door of salvation. She, in, in opening herself to receive Christ, she opens for us the door of salvation that we all might receive Christ. For though he was from eternity the very Son of God the Father, the mother who bore him in time, this Holy One who we see led in the temple today, she who is herself a spacious and living temple in the great and holy mystery of this to contain the uncontainable God, she is one of us. She is not God. We do not worship her as God, we venerate her as mother, we venerate her as true Theotokos. And we see her in this moment ushered into the Holy of Holies. And those of you who would be prone to think uh, that things must always be a certain way, think about this. A little girl is led into the Holy of Holies. A little girl, not a man. A little girl is led into the Holy of Holies. She is of us and for us. A little girl is led into the Holies where until that very moment, none but the high priest could stand. Can it be that the meek are about to inherit the earth? A little girl is standing in the Holy of Holies. And can it be? She is of us. She is for us. Is there any wonder that we celebrate her? And today, in this bright celebration of her high calling, we celebrate our own high calling as redeemed people bearing the image of God. Little children, come into the temple and stay there. What we do when we are here in the temple, presented in this temple, what we do here in the similitude of the Holy Child Mary, what we do here in this temple is for the life and salvation of the whole world. And when we go forth from here, in the way that both Jesus and his mother went forth from here into a world outside, we carry with us the very possibility of salvation for the life of that world outside when we go forth as she went forth, when we go forth as he went forth. The incarnation needed the mother to give flesh to the son. Absent this dedicated little girl coming into the temple today, we would have been left as we were, in our sins, dead, out in the world. So, don't miss this celebration. May this celebration be the beginning of our salvation. May it ring in your hearts throughout Advent, 
And may the joy of this feast be an antidote for the blahs of unmet worldly holiday expectations. May this be an antidote. We have a greater joy than chestnuts and candy canes. The child Mary tells us that the child Jesus is coming. In honoring her, we prepare for him. Glory to God.